0: That woke up this morning on the verge of an historic 90-second win in Formula One. Records are there to be broken, said Michael Schumacher.
1: The record is broken. Lewis Hamilton wins the Portuguese. That's for all the kids out there who dream the impossible. You can do it too, man. I believe in you guys.
0: Start your engines and buckle up. It's the light sights. Let's go. F1 show. Welcome to the Lightsight Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio for 13th of September 2023. And you just heard the very strange Tom Waits with his song Singapore because we are going to Singapore on the weekend. But that was not my choice. That was the choice of one of our uh, regular listeners um, and friend of ours, Rob Farmer. And I'll be honest, that would be the last choice he ever makes on this year.
1: <laughs> I, I think we should issue an apology to the listenership <laughs> right here and now. <coughs> what was
0: that? What did you think of that,
1: Rich? Monster. I don't know, really. I wasn't sure what to think. It was it a, There was a lot going on there, really. It actually
0: grows on you, to be fair. I've listened to but, it a couple of times now. It actually grows wait, on have you. Have
1: you been put in a darkened room and forced to listen to it 50 times on loop or something? I'm not quite sure you'd be quite 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 the man you are today if you if you, if you <laughs> did something like that. That's a very strange choice Rob. I think you're spending too many too much time with with trucks mate. I you need to get out more. Bless yes. you. Yes. That's She's weird. Listening. That's weird. Although I will give it the, the 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 song title couldn't be more perfect ahead of Absolutely. this weekend's coming grand prix. So we you know full marks on the song title. Yeah, artistically, let, let's not go there. I it's a bit yeah.
0: of a uh, listener-driven yep. uh, show uh, this week because uh, I've got a couple of other choices as well. For, for, for,
1: for... Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've got one there as well. Go. See. Ooh, there, we go.
0: there you go. There you go. Okay, so we are going to Singapore on the weekends where the lights make the cars and the driver's helmets look stunning, as I said last week. So you did you, you do
1: like a shiny helmet didn't you, you did say that last week you do like it a you like it glittery oh dear
0: i do like it glittery. i do, I do like it glittery. okay so i'll cover a few of the bits about uh singapore as i did on the last show so there's gonna be uh three drs zones at the track so if you like drs good on you if you don't like drs bad luck because there's three of them
1: Oh goodness um, me! There
0: you go. I mean, you know,
1: Red Bull or like DRS, not oh, will like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, DRS has been a thing in F1 for a long time now. So you know, you can't yeah, but
1: three zones though. That's that's quite. I don't quite. Yeah, I don't quite. Uh, well, There's that.
0: three zones at Melbourne as well, isn't it, I think. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, nineteen corners, as I said, down from twenty-three. Uh, so mm. this is this is actually quite good. I'm quite excited to see this at the weekend, actually, because. What bits it's have they the, taken out, Dan? What were so they, they removed? It, it's set to three. The twisty bit that goes under the under the bridge part just before oh, the ends, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. now a straight line. Ooh. So I don't know where they've done it, but basically, yeah, it, it's between what was the old corners uh, 16 to 19, and that's just straight across now, which is Ooh. quite nice. So I'm quite interested to see how that, how that works. Hmm that would be good. Because cause, cause that last section, you know, once you're behind a car, there's no overtaking. there isn't, yeah. It's kind of rubbish.
1: It, it's kind of lined astern in that last little bit. And it, yes, it does, the it track is. does get a bit tight and narrow there. So it's kind of, you know, the fact that they opened it out a little bit as well as sort of straightening it and whatnot.
0: Yeah, 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 they have. So that'd be quite interesting. It'd be quite interesting to see what, what they do there. Um, do you know who's got the most wins at Singapore at the Marina Bay circuit?
1: I'm going to guess at Lewis.
0: He's on four. But somebody else is on five. Vettel. Yeah, Vettel. Four at Red Bull, one at Ferrari.
1: Mm. And who was yes. the
0: first Marina Bay?
1: Uh, GB. Very gonna, one. What year was it? It was 2008. Ooh. Uh, uh, Under
0: controversial circumstances.
1: Oh, was it Fernando?
0: Yeah, it was, Mr. Philando Alonso it after a crash Gate. There you go. Oh, which gosh, that was, on... the Nelson,
1: that was the Nelson Piquet Jr. thing, wasn't it? It
0: was, yes, which oh, brings no, us neatly onto the present day with Felipe Massa progressing his legal claim to the 2008 championship. And his legal team believe they can win. It's like utterly ridiculous. And I think it Felipe Massa is Massa's making a fool of himself. And I think his legal team are taking him for a ride here. But... Yeah. Agree, totally. He thinks he has legal claim because of what Bernie said about that they knew about it and they should have basically cancelled the event.
1: I don't agree with that. No, you can't do that. Even if you cancel the event, then what? What you know? What you then? I know. It affects all the races thereafter. You just can't simply cancel that one, take the points away, and go. I think I think
0: Renault should have been disqualified from the event. That's yeah. the right thing to do. All right, PK was already out because he because he crashed. So Alonso didn't win, win that race. That, that then doesn't affect the, affect, affect the, the championship anyway because Lewis yeah. finished ahead of Massa in that race anyway, and he would have scored enough points. Um, his legal team have also come out this week saying that they hope Lewis, in the guise of sporting integrity, supports this action.
1: This is utter, utter, utter. Utter, utter nonsense. However, and it needs to stop. It's just silly. I, however,
0: I, I've got a go plan. I've around. got a plan. More than happy that I think Lewis should, for sporting integrity, support that claim, and then Massa needs to support the claim to get Lewis's fraudulent penalty at Spa in two thousand and eight rescinded also when the rules the f um one rules said you know you have to give a place back if you cut a corner which he did to Kimi Raikkonen but the but the FIA decided he didn't give it back in the right way and then in the next race they rewrote those rules going forward to make sure it didn't happen again but at the time when Lewis did it though it, it wasn't was, written in, in was, that way it, so in sporting fairness Massa should then support that which means Lewis wins um, at Spa, and he ends up winning the championship by one point. There you go. That's
1: well, how I'm, glad done, I'm glad you've done the homework on that. One well, the other way we do is just say, Felipe baby, calm down, go back." He just hasn't been in the public. I don't know. Perhaps it's he's been in the pathetic. has he been in the tequila down there. I don't know what he's been doing, but. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's a nonsense. It's 2008. It, 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 I thought this had died a death, really. I, I, I saw, I did see. the, the sort I of think they smell money as a legal team. That's all it is. Of course they do. They just, they, I mean, the, look, I feel sorry for Felipe, because he's clearly got lawyers in his ears yeah. who are thinking, well, oh, we can get you to spend, what, two, three million dollars with our legal firm? We'll blow smoke up where it doesn't shine to tell you go. you've got a great case, and it'll get laughed out, and it will be a laughing stock. He needs to pull it. He needs to put the money back in his bank account, tell the lawyers to go and do one. They're not going to, they're not going to, ha- there's no, there isn't, there isn't a case. Because if you start doing things like that, you then open up the whole of the, uh, of the FIA to all sorts of dodgy old decisions that they've been known about over the years. So, yeah, I, I, it's just nonsense. It needs to go away. This does.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. Okay. We're going to be quick fire this week because we haven't got a race to cover. So, we're going to have a few more songs. So, Rich, let's go to one of your songs and then we can talk about the cost cap we can
1: we can we can we can right now um this artist actually has been requested uh by uh, a new work colleague of mine a nice. called jacob i don't know if jacob is listening tonight i hope he is well, i did uh, i did bore him to death about the uh, about the show anyway when Hello, i met jacob. him last week anyway um my last track was the doobie brothers and the doobie brothers were formed in california san jose to be precise and had a member called michael and this other band were also formed in California, San Francisco, and contains not one, but two Michaels in the, current, in the original. And a third is, is another member. So there's just Michaels and bands in California. So the band in question from the Doobie Brothers formed in California with a mic uh, is Faith No More, who formed in California with a couple of mics on board. Uh, and this is Faith No More's fantastic track. And this is epic. It is literally epic. It's called Epic.
0: That was Faith No More on the Lightsite. Let's go F1 show on Jack's radio with their song Epic, and that was a choice for Jacob. Is that right? Did I get that name right? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah, i would be Marvice, handy if I had his name, but I haven't. But there you go, there his you colleague. Go. Of mine. There you go, X. He's a jolly good chap. Actually, I discovered quite a lot of colleagues last week. Quite a lot of my new colleagues like Formula One. Oh, so I've got a to few push your show on to, the end. Got to show well, we on have gotta push a show. I have. I've, I've been pushing it like a like a fantastic. dodgy backstreet seller of things and stuff. So
0: <laughs> fantastic. Right, okay, let's <laughs> let's talk cost cap. So Formula One have confirmed that all teams for twenty twenty two have come within the cost cap. Which really? is I think they, good I news? think
1: their calculator was broken. Well, <laughs> Sorry, that's pretty really cynical of me. They probably have, I'm sure. I'm sure they were thoroughly audited, weren't they? They were,
0: which is why it took so long. But here's, okay. my, take, here's my take on this, though. So September, okay, is, a, is quite late for an announcement, okay? And it came mm. this time last year also, okay? Now, if you remember last year in September, Red Bull was saying they were definitely sure they were under the cost cap for 2021, and they weren't, okay? Now then, that means surely that through 2022 up until they found out that they weren't Red Bull would have been following the same practices so yeah makes sense and they said they when they were uh, when they were told that they went over the cost of it in 2021 it was an accident and they didn't know well okay amazing that they came in under 2022 then when they didn't actually find out that anything they were doing was wrong until September when it's when it's almost too late so yeah. I'm pretty sure that, that that shows they knew what they were doing in 2021.
1: Oh, of course. One. No, yeah, they go. did. They did know what they were doing. And, you know, and we, we, we've long had the argument that they've They knowingly to broke
0: the cost cap. I am 100% sure. That's my opinion. That's not the yeah. opinion of anybody else's, but there you
1: go. It's not the opinion of Jack's radio. It's just the opinion of Daniel Knight. That's all. <laughs> correct. correct. And I've got to be honest, i probably agree with you as well. But there we go. <laughs> you know, it's, that, that, that doesn't mean it's the opinion of the show. But yeah, it, 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 it just, it all whiffs a little bit, doesn't it? From back there, you know,
0: hey, if they've all come in
1: this Red... year, that's fine. That's good. Yeah, that is good.
0: But staying on Red Bull, and I don't really want to give this much air, but, you know, it's a story and I have to. So Helmet Marco has been running his mouth off again uh, at this time with an offensive comment. So on Red Bull TV, he was quoted as saying about Perez's form, he said, "Let's remember that he is South American, and so he is not as focused as Max Verstappen or Sebastian Vettel was." What the hell does that mean, Marco? I mean, that is just unbelievable.
1: That is a little. That's a. That's a. That's a slight on where he's from, which is basically saying, you know. If... It's just racism, really, isn't it, at the end of the day?
0: Well, it's just... Prejudice. It's prejudice. It's It's
1: prejudice,
0: yeah. I didn't want to use the R word, but it's just ridiculous what he's saying. And also, what he actually means is Latin American, not South American, because Mexico is actually in North America.
1: Correct, it is. uh, Aside from needing a geography lesson and a lesson in, you know, how to behave in 2023, Helmut Marco, you know, I mean, I know he's come out and he's apologised.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so his apology reads, I would like to apologize for my offensive remark and want to make it clear I do not believe we can generalize about people from any country, race, or, neth- or ethnicity. I was trying to make a point that Checo's form has fluctuated, but was wrong to attribute it to cultural heritage. There you go. That was his apology. Hey. Very yep, well done. He's, he's apologized. Oh we, no?
1: absolutely. There's, there's an HR manager who's written that for him. Say this, Marco. There we go. Um, I, he, he, at what point is he starting to damage the Red Bull brand?
0: Well, and Red be, Bull. Let's put Red Bull in
1: this. They are they are a phenomenal brand. If you you know they don't they, they, they've got to that bit that brands get to where they never really talk about what the product is. At the end of the day, they sell a fairly horrible fizzy drink that's not very good for you at all in the slightest. So, you know, that's all they really sell. But the the, the branding means they get into all these sports and all these extreme sports, and it's just – brand is hugely – they've done a phenomenal job with it. It, it, it It's it is very important to them, and it's how long before things like this mean that, you know, Helmut has to be, um, well, I don't know, shuffled off to retirement home, easy 80, bless him.
0: I mean, January 22, uh, Red Bull um, had to uh, dismiss one of their um, employees for racist language and abuse emerged on one of their WhatsApp uh, message groups as well. So, you know, it's just, I don't know what's going on with that team, it's not good. You know, you've got Pique, uh, who's kind of, you know, attached to obviously uh, Max Verstappen's going out with uh, Nelson Piquet's daughter, and then he mm-hmm. had said those things. You know, it's, <sighs> this is just, they need to think about what they're saying. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. PK was banned from the paddock because of what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, what should happen to Marco? What message is it given if, I know he's apologised.
1: He's come out and apologised for it and unfortunately that probably means that the Nair can't posthumously ban him from the paddock for a, a race or seven. I don't know. I think they should. I I I I really think he should be um you know, that Red Bull needs to have, seriously consider his his um, attachment and involvement. He is he is their sort of I don't know, sporting advisor or whatever. Well, he doesn't come under the cost he cap.
0: He doesn't come under the cost cap. And the FIA have already asked Red Bull to to um, quantify his position
1: because he doesn't come under the cost cap. That's just utter nonsense. If you're in the paddock every blooming weekend for the team, you're clearly part of the team. You come under the cost cap. He needs to be uh-huh. either... He stays at home wherever he lives. I've no idea, Austria, I presume. Um, and he, he needs to not be part of the team and not say things like that. I'm I, I really, really not happy with 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 um, with with what he said. Despite his no, impact. I'm not happy with that. And, 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 and what's the timing as well?
0: We're going to Mexico in a couple of races.
1: Yeah, it's not going to go down well, really. I don't think it really. However, they could come up with some really, really funny banners and slogans. About being in South America They've, They could really go tongue in cheek The fans over there in Mexico And we they met could. a couple of them yeah, And yeah, I know they're could, a bit yeah. cross with Checo at the moment If he has a good weekend If he has a good weekend this weekend Which I did say he would In yeah. Singapore And takes that into Mexico, the Mexican he won, year, didn't he? he won last
0: year didn't he He did
1: I think you know it could, it could be a good couple of weeks with Checo I think you know The, uh, the Mexican fans could really sort of Stick one to uh, Helmut Marco And and and, and, <laughs> and Red Bull I think it'd be quite funny potentially
0: yeah yeah that's true that's true but um yeah it's just i don't know the sport hasn't got room for things like this have they really no, it doesn't. it's a modern sport with what you say it's
1: ridiculous. correct absolutely it's
0: ridiculous but yeah there you go there you go right okay so let's move on from that uh, let's go to a song and then we can talk about something what i've titled the lance problem okay so uh, we are going to go to one to an, an another song is chosen by a listener so that's greg and uh are you listening rob so greg's choice is paranoid by black sabbath now that's a choice
1: that's a good tune
0: you're listening to the light side let's go f1 show with Jack jacks you're listening to Black Sabbath with Paranoid on the Lights side. Let's Go F1 show on Jack's Radio. And just quickly before that song, Rich did say that Red Bull is unhealthy and a horrible drink. I also want to point out that's not the uh, uh, view of Jack's Radio or possibly myself. But there you go, Rich. There you go. We have to all... be careful,
1: I suppose. <laughs> it's material fact. Come on. It's not good for well, you.
0: Well, I'm saying that we don't know if it's unhealthy for you. It, it could be healthy. Who knows? It's there
1: not you been go. tested. I dare to right.
0: Right, so Rich, let's move on. Rich, you've got some news, haven't
1: you? Uh, yeah, just over the uh, this last uh, weekend or so, a uh, friend of mine, Barry, whose son is really at the sort of start of his motorsports journey, uh, but it's it's becoming a pretty uh, pretty epic journey. Um, but uh, he's very happy to say that uh, this weekend, his son, Jacob Ashcroft, is the 2023 Rotax Minimax European champion. Fantastic. And he's now going to represent Team UK at the World Finals in Bahrain in December. So this is a young lad who is, you know, following his dreams of, of getting into motorsport, you know, and he's aiming at the highest level. So he's looking at single seater formula uh, motorsport. And well, Max uh, yeah. Ashcroft, did you say? It's uh, no, it's the Minimax Max uh, Rotax Minimax Championship, and it's Jacob Ashcroft. Ja- Jacob so,
0: Ashcroft.
1: J A R. Jacob Ashcroft Racing. He's got his own brand going on as well. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Check him fantastic. out. Check Jacob Ashcroft Racing out on Facebook and probably on Instagram and other things as well that I'm not on because I'm very old. Um. So uh, yeah, he's, he's doing an awesome job. And um, I if he's listening to this, which he probably isn't, I'm going to try and see if we can get Barry on the show at some point to, to nice. talk about what it takes That's to get into cool. motorsport. That would be. A that good sounds, good. That's if sounds good. I can pull good. that off. That would be great
0: excellent so going from someone who sounds like he's up and coming and very good to somebody who has come up and seems not to be good so let's call this section <laughs> the lance problem um, oh, and what's your view on lance roll
1: he's not oh dear me i i want to i'll tell you what it is with lance i sort of want to like him i'll tell you why because he's acknowledged um in not On a couple of interviews now, and he has acknowledged, look, I know people look at me and they think you're only here because you're the boss's son. That's it. He basically acknowledges that everybody thinks his dad's brought him into smoke sport. That is the reason uh, why he's here. Well, he has had success in lower formula. He has. He Um, has,
0: which gave him a chance in F1. But if he wasn't the boss's son, he still wouldn't be in F1 now.
1: Quite possibly. And he had one good race in the rain where he led for a bit. Um, So when you sort of piece it all together I could say I said I want to like him But when you piece it all together He really, really has been shown up massively by Alonso He just has He's been shown up Now, you could argue Yes, I mean, Alonso He is one of the greats He really is Um, But he's not He's he's, You know, you look at people like Alex Pelot. Who might want to come into a yeah. cross Mindy car and the other drivers that we have perhaps Lawson. waiting in the yeah, wings? Lawson, Lawson's yeah. really performed phenomenally well. Lance has had long in. How long has he been on the grid? He's been on okay, the grid. So I've
0: got some stats on Lance right oh, here. we go. So, here we go. So he's, he's been
1: doing his homework, people. This is going to be devastating stuff. I can guarantee.
0: And I, and I hear that people do say you know lance has got talent and he's this and he's that and i I often think well have i got him wrong you know blah blah blah. i had a look so he's 24 okay he's had 136 starts okay that's a lot so he, he's no rookie he is not a rookie he is an established formula one driver okay mm-hmm. he's had three third places so he's had three podiums that's very good for him that is that is very good and he's had one pole position which is that one in the wet that you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. Here's his performance against his teammates. Okay. So against Felipe Massa that we know is no slouch. but, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Qualifying was 17 to 2 to Massa. Races uh, 8 to 4, so we're not including DNFs and stuff. Yeah. 8 okay. to 4. Uh, top 10 finishes. Thirteen to seven to Massa, so that's pretty much a clean sweep to Massa there. Okay, yeah. but that was at the beginning of Lance's, yeah. um, you know, career. So yeah, okay, I can I can see that Massa was a very seasoned racer by then. Okay, seasoned and
1: way. had nearly nearly won a world championship, but I'm crucially good. hadn't. And I'll remind Felipe if he's listening that he didn't, and that he shouldn't believe the money-grabbing lawyers. But very carry true. on. Very
0: true. <laughs> um. Next teammate was uh, Sergi Sorotkin. Remember him?
1: Vaguely, yes.
0: Qualifying 12 to 8 to Sorotkin. Uh, Race uh, 9 to 7 to Stroll. So he did pip him there, but it was a close run thing. Top 10 finishes was 2 to 1 to Stroll. That was in that pretty bad Williams, really yeah um, but again you know you can only judge yourself against your teammate and that was a close run thing to Sorokin, but Sorokin had him on qualifying by you know quite a few there
1: mm-hmm, he did. uh
0: next teammate was sergio perez okay qualifying so so by the time perez uh, is his teammate he's been in Formula One a while, you know he's quite established now, you know, so now he's looking at okay you know if if you're gonna win a championship or do or do or, or do something you gotta mix it with the big boys, yeah yeah uh perez qualifying 27 to 7 to perez races 17 to 7 to perez uh top 10 finishes 24 to 16 to perez so perez resoundingly righted in there really I oh think. he
1: thrashed him there i think that's a resounded thrashing that was a quick car the racing point was it not
0: it was it was a quick car yeah but if you're looking at you know perez's performance now you know I think you would say Perez is a very good driver, but he's not the best.
1: Well, he I mean, the one person he beat was Sorokin, really. And that was, (coughs) you know.
0: There you go. And then he had Vettel. So this does look up for him slightly. So Vettel qualifying 27 to 15 to Vettel. Okay. So... He did outperform, um, Vettel outperformed uh, Stroll quite a bit in qualifying, but race was 15-14 to Stroll. Um, top 10 Man. finishes, 17 apiece. But Vettel was not at his best at Aston Martin. You know,
1: No, Vettel was in a long very... Long period of time. He was in a different place, I think Sebastian was. Yeah. Um, yeah. In
0: 2021, it was Stroll's fourth... Defeat in five years to his teammates.
1: Mm. It's it's not looking good. This is pretty I, damning. I did say this would be damning stuff. This is it's it's pretty damning stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So See, the thing is, he'll go. You, you you'll go on that last element when he was against Vettel and it actually doesn't look too bad. As you say, it looks up, and you go, well, yeah, Vettel's a 4 time champion. But yeah. Regardless of him being at the back end of his career and his head not being in the game or whatever, you could say, well, actually, no, Lance has uh, sort of gone toe-to-toe. But now he's but...
0: against Alonso, and what, he's almost like 100 points behind?
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So, what are the stats for Alonso thus I far? Have,
0: I have got them. No, I said them the other week, but it, I think, yeah, it, it, I think he's been resoundingly beaten in qualifying and races by Alonso. Alonso's been on the Podium, what five, six times? Uh,
1: yeah, so that is that is a, that is a to get
0: in the top ten.
1: That is a car that should be on the podium. I mean, he's out, yeah, he's Qualified, like I said the well, other way, last, like it, last race. It's a difficult breakfast meeting, isn't it, with the old man? So what does Lawrence he, do? He's got Benny off. What
0: does Lawrence Stroll do?
1: I think what he does is he persuades him that actually, in branching out the Aston Martin brand. Uh that he should go and what other racing is Aston Martin involved in? He's involved in Lamont. They do Le Mans, do stuff, Le
0: Mans and things like that, do not they? So He
1: they could do that. Fame? Yeah, go then, go to Le Mans.
0: But then if they but if he goes, then what for Lawrence? Because the reason why Lawrence came into F one is because it was a team for his son, really, wasn't it?
1: I don't think I'm not so I know I don't think I don't see La, Lawrence Stroll as somebody that would just do that because he's someone wants to get into Formula One. I think no, I, I have no idea, but I think Lawrence Stroll's goal is to have Aston Martin at the front, success in Formula One, and success at the dealerships yeah, selling so, Aston Martin cars. And, now, and I think it probably think is it, now. I think I think that's all. I think that's been his plan um, uh, for quite some time. I think it's to go toe to toe with the likes of Ferrari and say, so, well. Actually, you know, Mercedes are up there, but Mercedes sell saloon cars and estate cars and everything else. No, we want we want to we want to have know, a premium sporting brand. Is,
0: but, but having his son, you know, first of all, when he was coming in at Williams, that that was almost the vehicle to introducing yeah. Lawrence into Formula One, and now he's got Aston Martin, whatever. You know, that's where he's going. But I yeah, think I he think needs so. to get rid of his son and bring in someone else because his son, if he doesn't improve, is going to lose him positions and therefore millions of pounds in the uh, you know in the constructors championship
1: well exactly and this this is the thing it's you know uh, the, the place that you finish in the constructors championship is vital and alonso's proved the car is up there and they could you know they they could and perhaps should be finishing second in the world championship yeah in definitely. the constructors F- battle
0: right okay let's go to a song then and then we can talk about the next part of the show which is the ricardo problem there oh, you
1: go <laughs> It's all problems right. this week with you, isn't it? <laughs> Goodness me. Right, man, Rich,
0: you... let's go to one of your songs.
1: Right, we'll just have a quick one. So the last one was Faith and they more an epic. And uh, quite simply, Epic is the title of a 2007 movie called Epic Movie. It was a spoof movie. And uh, this is uh, from the soundtrack for that movie. This is EKUK and "Firefight."
0: That was EKUK with firefights on the light side. Let's go F1 show on Jack's radio. Okay, Rich, problem number two, the Ricardo problem. Okay, so what do Red Bull do about Ricardo? So Ricardo replaced De Vries at AlphaTauri and it was all song and dance and excitement when ricardo came in and everyone was thinking okay that's going to be the next step to ricardo taking perez's place at red bull perhaps even as early as next year and then two races in ricardo breaks a bone in his hand and then he's potentially still going to be out until maybe qatar and that could even be optimistic so i think any chance of going to red bull next year is completely out um mm-hmm. you know th- he won't get enough time in the car to try and prove himself for that. So I think that's out. Um they have said that he's going to be racing Alfa Tauri next year and Alfa Tauri car could be a lot, a lot better next year. So that oh, could yeah. be good good for him.
1: They're basically going to have this year's Red Bull, aren't they? As I understand it. More or
0: less, yeah, more or less. But let's have a quick look, okay? So here's some stats, okay? So Ricardo came in it hungry. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hungry. Ricardo finished 13th. Sonoda finished fifteenth. That's about where the car is. Yeah. Um, then at Spa, Ricardo finishes sixteenth. Sonoda finishes tenth. Okay, so that, all right, there's no context in what happened in, in in the races here, but okay, you know he's you know he's sixteenth. Sonoda was tenth, so the car's there or thereabouts in tenth again. Mm.
1: Um,
0: and then he breaks his wrist. So then uh, Lawson, Liam Lawson comes in. Okay, Netherlands. Lawson finishes thirteenth. Sonoda finishes 15th so it's that was as good as ricardo in his first race at yeah. hungary okay yeah. beating sonoda by two places blah 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 italy lawson finishes 11th AlphaTara's joint top uh Finishing position this year. Sonoda did not start. So he had an engine problem and he didn't start, which was a shame because it would be good to see where Sonoda finishes there to see how that stacks up. But it hasn't. Yeah, worked. it would. But Lawson will have a few more races to prove himself. I think that's... Really, I mean, we've, we, we, we've spoken about it. That's a really good start by Lawson.
1: I think that's a very good start by Liam Lawson. I think there is not enough... Data, there's not enough. There's nothing, I no. don't think there's enough to go on, unfortunately. However, Liam Lawson has got an opportunity with Singapore. Um, where does it go? Is it Singapore, Mexico, Qatar? I don't, I can't I think remember. So, yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah, so you know, he's he's basically got a couple of races and possibly three races. Yeah. This is his. I mean, he's got to look at this, Liam Lawson, to go. This is my opportunity to put a stamp on that says I should be in a regular slot in a Formula One car and not a reserve driver. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does with it.
0: So here's a few options I think I can see here. So Perez has been more or less, I mean, he's got a contract for next year anyway, but you know, if Red Bull wants to get rid of him, you know, they could, you know. Um, So Perez has been confirmed for 2024. <clears throat> but it's not a happy place for him, particularly with what you know Marco's been saying recently as well. It just shows that the, you know Red Bull aren't a hundred percent behind Perez. So, you know, I, I'm not sure. Here's the options Perez goes, Ricardo goes to Red Bull anyway, but for a one year contract, and Lawson goes into Alpha next year. Okay, that's mm-hmm. one option alongside Sonoda Or Ricardo returns to Alpha Tari. Lawson has, has impressed. So he replaces Sonoda for the rest of the year to see how he can do to the end of the year, to see if he can stamp a place for a seat next year. Hmm. Uh, Ricardo returns and replaces Lawson. That's probably the one that's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Or Ricardo doesn't return. If Lawson gets a 10th, a 10th tenth, a tenth and another 11th in the next three races, say, I mean, those, those are our options really.
1: Well, I I think most likely is that Daniel Ricciardo, and I wouldn't blame him for this, would say, mate, I've had two races. How can you tell? You need to give me some more time in the car. And I think he'd have a point. So I think. But but to
0: counter that, Red Bull could then say Liam Nelson's had, you know, five races and he's finished, what, like, you know, 11th every race.
1: Well, let's, well, let's,
0: for for example, I'm not saying that's going to happen. So let's,
1: let's see what happens in the next four or five races or whatever. So that's why I said I don't think we've we've seen enough yet. But Liam Lawson has, you know, I mean, potentially could Sonoda be worried? I don't know what Sonoda's. Well, that's it. Yeah.
0: Sonoda could end up, yeah. I
1: just, you could could have an Australian sort of team there, couldn't you? Liam Lawson and Daniel Ricciardo. Well, Lawson's New
0: Zealand. He's New Zealand. Sorry. I apologize, Liam. Be careful. Um,
1: Sorry, be he's a, he's a New Zealander, so he's therefore <laughs> no. That's that, and that's thousands of miles away from Australia. Really, everybody thinks they're like next door. They think it's like the Isle of Wight to the UK. It really, it really isn't. Uh, it's quite a long way away. And I've got some friends that live in New Zealand, so I better retract that fairly quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Apologies,
1: Liam. You are a New Zealander. Um, so, well, actually, you know that would you know uh, that that like, it could be that could be a, a, a good team pairing potentially. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I, I think we should have this conversation again. I think we've got to keep an eye on it to the expensive? end of the year.
1: We have got to keep an eye on it because Liam Lawson has impressed. He yeah, has he impressed. has. Yeah,
0: and if he continues to impress, I'd like to see him but then this is hold the, on this to that seat the, for the rest of the year. I don't yeah, know who at whose is, expense.
1: Yeah, but, but that, this is the be problem. There. This is the problem, Dan. That Red Bull put themselves in. Sorry, or he, Alpha or Tari. he replaces
0: Sargent at Williams oh, or something like
1: that. Yeah, they, but they put themselves in this position by you know chopping and changing drivers mid-season. Now I know it yeah, was yeah. forced upon them with Daniel Ricciardo, but that you know that was that he was brought in to replace Nick DeVries, So they'd already decided to go the chop and change route, and and they do this, and then all of a sudden comes someone comes and performs, and they go, oh, oh, we've got. Well, we've got three drivers. Because yeah. actually, if you look at Sonoda, uh, it's a good position Dan- to be in. I suppose Daniel Ricciardo and Liam Lawson. You'd say, well, you know I couldn't really pick a, the strongest one out of them at the moment. You know, I'd you could argue that both Daniel Ricciardo and Liam Lawson have done more with the car inside two races, and Sonoda's been the one consistent driver there. So that you know, could throw a few question marks over Yuki, 100%. which would be a shame because I like Yuki. I think he needs to stay. Yeah, so pool. do
0: I. So do I. But you know, he's. I think he's in a dodgy position there. Quite moment.
1: possibly, it'd be interesting to see how it plans out. How it plans let's out. Let's see. Yeah, out.
0: let's see what happens with the next. Three. We will, we will keep an eye on Lawson over the next couple of races or three races and see what happens. Okay, yes. let's go to uh, a song a we'll little one of mine, and I am going with Daryl Hall and John Oates classic. Like you make my dreams come true. Oh, all the time, Dan. <laughs> That's worse. You make my dreams come true by Daryl Hall and John Oates on the light side. Let's go F1 show on Jack's radio. And that was for Liam Norson because you know obviously Red Bull could make his dreams come true. Look at that link that's straight in. That is seamless. That's, that's good. Seamless. Right. Rich, a couple of minutes. Let shall we revisit our predictions for the Singapore no. Grand Prix? So yeah. last time you God, what I said say? that you thought it was going to be Perez, Hamilton, and Alonso.
1: I did, yeah. I'm going to stick with it. I, th- I, I And the reason being is not because I think Max I think Max will have some sort of thing that will take him out of the race. I think it will DNF. So okay. I think he'll either hit a wall, clip something, something will happen. Might be something out of his control that fails on the car or whatever. Because they're under high stress at Singapore. So it's a they bit are. of a brutal, brutal Grand Prix. So I think that, that could happen. So I think I'm going to go, yeah, check out. Uh, Hamilton always does something pretty special at Singapore. So, uh, uh, but yeah, and and I think because the weather's not looking too clever, I don't think, that um, you can't write Alonso off when the weather's bad. He's okay. always there or thereabouts. There you much.
0: go. Okay, so I had Max to win, Perez second, and Alonso third. That's boring. I'm going to change that. <laughs> That's boring. Excellent. It's, boring. Like it's probably right, going on. to happen, and I'm going to be really annoyed that I've changed it, but I am going to change it, and I'm go going to say it. So Perez, as we know, won last year at Singapore, goes very well at Singapore. I think there's going to be trouble at Red Bull. Okay. Perez is going to get the jump on Max, and as we know, Max's temperament isn't good, and he's on this streak, and he probably wants to extend it. I think they're going to have a coming together. There's going to be a Ooh. flash point. There's going to be a flash point. They're going to come together, which means Alonso the, gets all his comeback best... win.
1: Oh, he does. So you're going to go for Alonso win here?
0: I'm going Alonso, then Hamilton, then Carlos Sainz.
1: There you go. Oh, that's good. that would be a good podium. I like that. I like that. Nice, At least, it's man? good because the, you know every every good season does have a flash point. A hundred percent.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Mark Webber and Sebastian Vettel. You know yeah, Nico Rosberg, Lewis Hamilton. Nico they all and come Hamilton. together. They
0: all come together eventually. Right. Okay. That brings us to the end of the show. You can catch us on, uh, Twitter or X as it's called now, which is at lights underscore F one. Uh, you can listen to any of our shows on jacksradio.com and go to the listen again function. You can listen to any music from any of the shows that we've played look on Spotify for Danny night UK and go to l o l g f one jacks. Playlist, or you can email the show on dan.night at jacksradio.com. I've got that down to fine arts now, Rich. You have. venture of fine arts. But have um, people been
1: emailing you, Dan?
0: No, absolutely no. not. Just okay. spam again. Um, yeah, a okay. Um, playing us out tonight uh, is a song that is for Mark Wilkins. This is one of his choices. This is The Smiths, which I love The Smiths. Uh, and this awesome. is the song How Soon Is Now. So, Rich, do you want to say goodbye?
1: I'd say it's it's right about now. That's how soon now it is. And we'll see you after Singapore.
0: And it just remains for me to say goodbye and drive safely.